Today on Third of Podcast, we are talking Bitcoin reaching close to $10,000. We also got our tech tip of the day, nice one. Then we got our coin talk, talking about our Black Friday deals. Then we're going to jump into our main topic, Bitcoin to 50K in 2018. I'm telling you all about it. Real Podcast starting now. Welcome to Thriller with Car Gonzalez, broadcasting from Austin, Texas, via SoundCloud and supported by listeners like you. It's time for the news. 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 Thriller with Car Gonzalez. So guys, we're getting nearing it. We were nearing $10,000, and it's a beautiful thing. We never thought we were going to get there. There's many of us who doubted us. Many people who said, it's too much. It's too soon. There's people that said, $10,000? Not in our lifetime. But you know what? Just like I said, guys, I told you, as soon as it gets to 87, 8,800, it's just going to cross the barrier and shoot straight to 10,000. We didn't get close to 10,000, but we got to 97, and then it fell back down. Right now, we are currently at 9,800. We're going to cross 10,000 tomorrow. By the time you're listening to this podcast, we'll be past $10,000. It's a $300 billion market cap. So the total market capitalization for the cryptocurrency market has exceeded $300 billion for the first time ever. $300.5 billion. Of that amount, Bitcoin's market cap represents the lion's share, accounting for $158 billion. The move comes as a price of Bitcoin continues to surge past $9,000, trading at roughly 9482 according to Coindesk. Everybody thinks the surge happened because of Black Friday and because of Thanksgiving in the United States. No, it's not that at all. It's Wall Street. We've been reporting lately that Wall Street has been jumping into Bitcoin. Well, it's about to make its second plunge here next week, and that's when we'll see the, pri- the price of Bitcoin surge even more. I was being conservative when I thought it was going to get to $10,000 by December 21st. Real conservative. But I do know in our main topic, I'm going to tell you where it's really going to go. That's $50,000 in 2018. Not even joking. With that, let's get into our tech tip of the day. Cars. Tech tip of the day. Today's tech tip of the day is actually Google Authenticator. I use this primarily for my securing of two-step verification codes on my phone. It is also used for different processes like um, checking your bank account statements, logging into like you know different types of uh, um, password generators, uh, websites that uh, you know that you need to have like bank banking authentication stuff like that. It's great. It's on Google Play Store. It's also on. Um, the app store for Apple. I'm gonna play a video from them so you can understand more about it. Do you ever use the same password for multiple websites? Do you ever sign into Google Mail from public or shared computer? Such actions weaken your password and make it easier to steal. Google now offers two-step verification, an optional security feature that helps protect your account even if your password is stolen or cracked. This new feature helps improve security because signing in requires two things, something you know, your password, and something you have, your phone. It's much like what you might see on your banking website. With two-step verification, you'll get a short numeric code, known as a verification code, on your phone. You'll then enter this in addition to your username and password when you sign in. And it's pretty much that easy. 
I use it for everything. I use it for everything and anything that I log into and I want to be secure. It's great. I highly recommend it. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Google Authenticator. Get it now at the Google Play App Store and the iOS App Store. Now let's get on to Coin Talk. It is time for Coin Talk. So guys, we are bullish today. We are bullish on everything. We are bullish on Bitcoin. We are bullish on all altcoins. We are bullish on everything. If you guys listened to the Black Friday episode on Friday, then you would have heard um, some great picks for the weekend. <laughs> if you didn't listen to it, then you probably could have you probably could have made some money. That's all I'm saying. And it's funny because uh, my Patreon subscribers they got it a week early. So if you were a Patreon uh, Patreon subscriber through through our Patreon Thriller podcast, then you would have gotten the Black Friday special a week early and you would have known which coins to buy and which ones to hold and all that stuff because I literally mentioned every single coin that has gone up. It's pretty unbelievable. I didn't think I was going to be that right on, but like I've been saying, I study this pretty much all day while I'm at work and I also study it again um, You know, when I get home and this is pretty much I think about this all the time. Uh, these altcoins, everything, uh, especially Bitcoin and, you know, the ones that I'm really into. So it's it's kind of surprising that I was exactly right on everything that I predicted. So I predicted that Litecoin was going to go up. I predicted that Bitcoin was going to go up. I predicted that Stellar Lumens was going to go up. I predicted like Cardona was going to go up and all of those went up just like I predicted. Uh, it's pretty crazy. And Ether too, I predicted that too during the Black Friday show. And it's funny because I, I recorded that like a week before Friday. So unbelievable. Um, but yeah, if you guys if you guys want some early access to our shows, especially the uh, the Black Friday episode um, for next year, especially uh, get over to Patreon. It's a dollar a month to subscribe. And uh, it's like buying me a soda. So I'd appreciate it. Um, if not, you're going to have to wait until the day of, and if you would have listened to it on Friday, you probably would have been able to get in early, but I did tweet out, uh, I did tweet out to you guys on, I think it was Thursday night. I said, um, get Litecoin. If you have, if now's the time to buy Litecoin, I think it was like $72 and people were, people were like, what? And I was like, yeah, now's the time to buy Litecoin. And then sure enough, it's at $90 today. So yeah, guys, everything's happening, but now let's get into this coin market cap. So I did want to say Bitcoin is at 97.49. So it's very close, guys. If you don't have Bitcoin right now, what are you doing? <laughs> Buy Bitcoin now. It's gonna get to it's gonna hit ten thousand dollars by morning tomorrow. I guarantee it. Ethereum, it's at 477 now. A lot of shit has happened in what the weekend. But as you guys as you guys notice this, and it's it's becoming very it's becoming very like repetitive with this stuff and you can kind of see that usually during the week especially in the beginning of the week all these all these coins usually drop down teeter off um, it's funny that this week is a different the whole totally different beast the, these coins that usually go really high towards the weekend they're not teetering off right now they're they're stable so if we look at uh, ripple ripples another one it's at 26 cents right now guys it was literally at 21 cents 22 cents for the longest time and then it shot up to 25 cents over the weekend again. Now it's at 26 cents. It's crazy. But if you think about it, Ripple has a lot going for it. There's a, there's a lot of rich money coming into Bitcoin right now. Over the weekend, 
Thanksgiving, everybody was talking to each other, everybody gathered around their families, Black Friday, all that stuff, especially in America. It, it all gathered together and everybody was talking about Bitcoin. I, I was talking about Bitcoin all weekend to my family and everybody and I got them in, involved in it. Um, but it, besides that, it's it's a big thing. When I went into work today, it's funny because people that don't talk about Bitcoin with me were talking, wanting to talk about Bitcoin with me. And I didn't understand why. I think it's because they're seeing the trend and they're, they're, they're kind of wondering, should I get on or get off or not do anything? And right now, honestly, guys, if you're looking like a deer headlights, before you know, it's going to be a 20,000. And then before you know that, it's going to be at 50,000. And I really believe once it gets to 100,000, that's when you start seeing slow gains um, I think we have, like I've been saying, I think we have another good till about June, July, where Bitcoin's just going to be going through the roof. I, you know, we'll get into more during the main topic, but like I said, right now is the time to get into Bitcoin. If you haven't gotten to it already, what are you doing? What are you listening to this podcast? So, Litecoin is at ninety dollars. Holy fuck, guys! It's at ninety dollars. It was at seventy one dollars last time we talked. It's just unbelievable. $90. Like I said, this is a correction. If you guys were following me on Twitter and Instagram, this is a correction. Nothing more, nothing less. This is just to get on par with uh, Bitcoin. If Bitcoin shoots past 10, then we're going to see Litecoin shoot past 100. I do see Litecoin at around $250, $300 by the end of the year. I know that sounds crazy, but I, I just I just know that to be true. Um, Dash is at $624. That's another one that's just run the bell, man. It's just going. It's no stopping dash at this point. Look at Ether. Ether is just a beast. 477. We got Monero at $173. Monero is doing good. If you guys don't know about mining, check out the Mining Gate episode that I did here a couple of days ago or a couple episodes back. You can mine Monero on that on that on that episode. I tell you exactly how to do it and stuff. So go listen to that episode. I tell you all about Monero and how to mine it. Um, Cardona. Cardona, Cardona, Cardona. So it actually got, it was at two cents. Remember guys, if you guys have been following Thriller Podcast for a while, you know I'm always talking about Cardona and talking about Sewer Lemons. And I've always said, when are they going to move up? They haven't done anything. They've been at two cents for the longest time. Now they're at five cents a piece. And Stellar XLM coin is looking like it's going to hit six. So if you, I, I had to rebuy Cardona today and rebuy XLM coin just because I didn't want to miss the boat. I bought them both at four cents. Um, Cardona and XLM, I, I'm bullish on those. I always have been bullish on those. I will always continue to be bullish on those. They're going to get to 10 cents by the end of the year. And that's just not even, that's not even a, that's not even a big, huge thing. It's going to be at 10 cents by the end of the year. That's for sure. For sure. So it's at four cents right now. If you guys want to put a couple of grand in it or a thousand dollars in it, it's, you're going to be able to make $1,000 by the end of the year, an additional $1,000. It's just that easy. I'm not even joking around. Could I see it going to a dollar? I could see Cardona especially, XLM especially. There's just a lot of developers behind it. It has good praise. It has good will towards it too as well. So I want to succeed. I wanted to see, see it succeed, and a lot of people want to see it succeed as well. Um, OMG Coin at $9.34. Eh, Lisk, that was another one that we talked about in the Black Friday episode. LSK, it's at $8 now. We go over to BitConnect. BitConnect is at $2.98. Guys, I'm still involved in the BitConnect. I am shoveling the shit and, and taking my coin out of it right now. Um, I'm, just, I'm earning about six, five, six dollars a day. So it's still roughly kind of a good good time to be in it, I guess. But honestly, I just don't know how long BitConnect's going to last. 
Um, I'll try to do a Be Connect, a Big Connect episode here pretty soon, probably next week or early early this or maybe later this week. Not sure, but I'll try to give you an update on Bit Connect for me. Um, let's see here. We got um, what else do we got here? Bitcoin. Oh, so with the mining gate episode where I was telling you that I was mining Bitcoin, um, it's holy shit, guys. I've already mined some Bitcoin. It's awesome. I'm at like 20, 30 coins of Bitcoin just in that week that I've already done. Um, it's pretty cool. Bitcoin's only worth like one tenth of a cent, but um, it's still pretty neat mining coin for free. So getting coin for free does feel pretty good. I can see why people are addicted to mining. Um, Steam is another one. Um, it's at $1.18. Um, this one it was at 90 cents for the longest time. As you know, Steam is a platform that I've been telling you guys about. It is a great platform. I, I suggest if you're a content creator, just go ahead and create a Steam account and throw your content on there and you can earn some money. Vertcoin is another one that we discussed here on the Black Friday episode. That one's at 5.33. This one looks pretty good, guys. There's a lot of talk about Vertcoin right now. $5.33, you cannot be, cannot shy at that. So now it's time to get in for that. If we look at Dogecoin, it's kind of funny. I bought like five dollars worth of Dogecoin um, probably around the second episode of this of the show, and uh, right now it's at one tenth of a cent. So it's as much as Bitcoin, and I've actually doubled my my money with Doge. So it's currently I think I'm at like eleven dollars. So if you guys have some extra cash and you want to just blow, um, buy some Doge. It's I don't think it's gonna go anywhere, but it, I think it's just a funny coin, especially just to have. It's just a funny coin to have. And it would be the funniest thing if Doge became like a hundred dollar coin. Um, I would be rich, but I would be, I think I have like five or six thousand dollars, five thousand dollars, five or six thousand coins of Doge. So if it ever became like a five hundred dollar currency or something, holy shit guys. But I don't think it will. Uh, it would just be fucking hilarious if it did. Um, like I could totally see that happening just as like a meme or something just to pump it, but it would be funny. Um, let's see here. That's when you know we're in a bubble. If Doge ever goes back up and it gets to like $100 a coin, then we're in a fucking bubble. <laughs> so that's a funny one. Salt is at $4.32. Um, let's see here, we got GameCoin. So GameCoin, I've been telling you guys, so it was $1.80 a week ago, now it's at $2.13. It's gonna get to $2.40, um, that's just gonna happen. Um, it, it usually gets around 240 and then it drops back down. So right now, if you guys want to make some easy money, get into GameCoin, it'll get to 240 here pretty soon. Um, what else do we have here? And I think that's it. That's all I want to cover. I don't see too much else going on. I do want to give you an update on Western Coin. So I've been using Western Coin, um, getting around $3 a day, $4 a day. It's pretty cool. Um, so far, I've just been putting that coin back into my wallet, just kind of staking it. And um, I'm hoping to get, it's gonna hit the It's gonna hit the exchanges here in the next uh, week or so. So whatever coin I have is gonna be worth 15, $20 a piece. I think right now I have like 10 coins staked. So we'll see uh, if I can make some easy money, probably around, um, I don't know, $150 probably, somewhere around there, just for holding coin. Um, so it might be nice. But anyways, I'll keep you guys updated on Western Coin. If you guys do want to join Western Coin, check the link in the show notes. Um, but I think that's it for Coin Talk. Let's go ahead and get into our main topic today. We are discussing Bitcoin and fifty thousand dollars. Time for today's main topic. You guys know from the beginning, I've always called uh, Bitcoin just a 
crusade at this point. Everybody's on it. Everybody's hoping for the best. Um, we're definitely in a bubble. I, I've, I've said that. I have a whole episode on that. Um, but I think it's interesting to look at the past to see our future. And it's funny, this weekend I was watching tons of, you know, Bitcoin videos like I always do. It's funny because there was one video that I saw about Amazon. It had nothing to do with Bitcoin. Um, it showed up in my stream, so I started watching it. And it described, uh, it was an inside look from 60 Minutes on Amazon in 1999. And when I was watching it, I was like, holy shit, this reminds me exactly of Bitcoin. The way I made the decision to leave Wall Street and do this was, you know, it'll sound geeky to you, but um, it was a regret minimization framework. So this is how I actually made That's the decision. Sort of, if I understand it, if I can translate that into English I can deal with, does that mean um, I want to live my life so that in a few decades from now I'm not going to regret it? That's exactly right. Uh, I want to have lived my life in such a way that when I'm 80 years old, I've minimized the number of regrets that I have. And I think actually a lot of people do that. I think they, even if they don't you know, call it something as dorky as regret minimization framework, they, they behave that way anyway. They think that way. And but for what, you it was not carpe diem. It was not wine, women, and song. No, 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 no. I, th I don't go in for carpe diem. I go in for regret minimization framework. <laughs> Absolutely. When Bezos left that Wall Street job in 1994, he followed that old American edict go west, young man. He and his wife didn't know where they were going. In fact, the movers packed their things and were already on the road when Bezos phoned them to say he had decided on Seattle. His other big decision? Books. Sell books. Not in stores, but over the internet. The company took off like a rocket. Did you read the Times this morning, New York Times? Yeah, I saw, I saw the Times this morning. At one point on Friday, Amazon.com's total stock market value surged past $30 billion, making it worth more than a major industrial company like Texaco. That didn't blow your mind when you read it? Well, I think if you're asking for sort of an emotional response, I think it's, it's, it's very humbling and it creates a sense of responsibility. According to my calculations, you yourself are worth somewhere in the vicinity of nine or $10 billion today. I only say that because I've got a follow-up question. Okay. What's with the Honda? <laughs> this is a perfectly good car. <laughs> In July of 1995, from this modest ranch house outside Seattle, Bezos sold his first book. Today, he has five huge warehouses in the United States and Europe, packed not only with books, but with CDs and movies. Last year, Amazon sold more than $600 million worth of merchandise over the Internet. And the stock? If you'd bought $1,000 worth of Amazon stock in 1997, it would be worth between thirty dollars and $60,000 today. Bruce Smith is an analyst for Jefferies & Company in New York. Is this investing or is it gambling? Uh, Right now, with the frenzy we've had, to me, it feels much more like gambling. Because it's crazy. Well, I don't, I don't find it rational, to be honest with you. It went up almost 1,000% last year. When have you seen anything comparable? Nothing. But there are huge risks. The Internet is real. Real money is being spent. It's not going to stop. But what you could have is a decline in these stocks of 50 75%. But investors keep flooding in. Why? 
Amazon snagged almost two million new customers at the end of last year. And like other internet companies, it's growing much faster than those old blue chips. Example, internet giant Yahoo is worth more on paper than the total value of Kmart, Hilton Hotels, and Delta Airlines combined. <laughs> Call it the revenge of the nerds, the computer nerds. And Wall Street isn't concerned that Amazon has never made a profit, not a dime. In fact, it lost $125 million last year. The company says it's investing for the future. Skeptics say it would have to sell every book being sold in the world today to justify its stock price. I think my generation grew up with Sears. And Amazon is worth 20% more than Sears is worth in market capitalization. How do you view that phenomenon that Amazon today is worth more than Sears? Investors are focused on the future. Amazon has growth potential that Sears doesn't. A couple of geeks who sketched out some software could destroy Sears Roebuck. That's the beauty of technology and the microprocessor. We've never seen anything like it. He said we've never seen anything like it. Can you imagine that? Amazon at that time, it was losing $125 million a year, never turned a profit, and its stock just skyrocketed. It was, at the time, it was considered foolish to invest in Amazon because it was, it was more profitable than Sears in the future because investors focus on the future. That's exactly what he said. Um, it's just amazing to think that back then, they thought the dot-com boom at the time in 1999 was the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> really, if you think about it. And then what do we see ourselves here in 20 years? Fast forward, 2018 next year, 2019. 20 years exactly, dot-com boom. And what happened in dot-com boom? It all crashed. It all crashed because everybody overvalued every stock. Pets.com is a big example. People put a lot of money into that and it just blew up in their faces. If you take this and you see at the time they thought it was more like gambling because of the frenzy because it wasn't rational. It was up a thousand percent in less than a year and they weren't even turning a profit. It was growing faster than some blue chip stocks like Coca-Cola or Ford or, or GE, companies like that, gas and oil companies. And then you, if you look at something like Sears at the time, they were a big, big, big consortium. They're huge. Kmart was huge. Amazon ate their lunch. 20 years later, Amazon ate their fucking lunch. It's just unbelievable, guys. And if you look to the now, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is in that very same place. This is what is just unbelievable to realize that technology can turn these whole industries upside down. And a lot of these people who are on the bandwagon of saying Bitcoin is just illegal and it's for drug dealers and all this nonsense. They said the same thing about Amazon in 1999. You heard the 60 Minutes co-host. That guy is well-educated, I'm sure, because he had a, he has a job at 60 Minutes. I'm sure he's educated. But even him, even him, he couldn't believe it. But you can't doubt technology. And Bitcoin is going to make a surge this year. I honestly think, guys, it's going to be at $50,000 by the end of 2018. And I think that's conservative. Very conservative. Very conservative. 
$50,000 Bitcoin by the end of 2018, I think is conservative. If we look at it like these dot-com booms, then we can expect to see it that high, maybe even higher. The funny thing is, these other cryptocurrencies, depending on the ones you bet on, Litecoin, Ethereum, things that we consider safe bets now, maybe those aren't safe bets in the future. Maybe those are the pets.com of the world where they just crash and everybody loses their money on it. Maybe Bitcoin crashes, or maybe Litecoin is the one that shows up on top, or maybe even Ether is the one that shows up on top, where it just skyrockets past Bitcoin. Who knows? But it could crash. And, and if, you really, if you really take a look at it and you're being real with yourself, all of these cryptocurrencies that we're investing in right now, a lot of them will crash. A lot of them will not, will, jump, will make a, a, a spike up, and they'll just die and crash and burn. Just like the way it happened, especially with Bitcoin going into the mainstream. I know people don't think it is, but in 2018, that is when Bitcoin will go into the mainstream. How long will the adoption reach out until you have mainstream adoption? Let's look at the previous revolutions in money. In the 16th century, there was this radical proposition to replace gold with gold certificates written on paper. And if you think people find Bitcoin weird, imagine the time when they told them, gold is no longer the money, bits of paper are. They're like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> so that idea was so radical, it took 400 years until it became broadly deployed in mainstream society. Right? The next one in the 1950s was credit cards. Right? And so with credit cards, uh, people were now told the pieces of paper that have the government seal on them are now pieces of plastic that have a company number on them, and that's it. But don't worry, you'll get paid eventually. It took almost 50 years for that to become mainstream. You really started seeing it around the middle of the 1980s, and I remember as recently as the early 90s, in most places in Europe, you couldn't pay with a credit card anywhere. Right? I remember coming back from the United Kingdom as a student, and visiting Greece, visiting Italy, visiting Spain, with my brand new Visa debit card. And boy, was that a disaster, because I couldn't use it anywhere. So, 400 years for the first one, 50 years for the second one. I think we can do Bitcoin in less than 15, maybe 20. We're going to see broad adoption of a form of digital money that will be based on a shared open borderless cryptographic ledger whether it's called bitcoin or something else i don't know but it will be broadly based on those ideas we're in a race and the reason we're in a race is because governments around the world are trying to ban cash and take us into a different digital currency system a digital currency system with complete surveillance where the governments and the banks are completely in control where when you go to the wrong protest participate in the wrong political party they flip one bit in the database and you no longer exist as a person. You are outside of the economic community. Bye-bye. Can't feed yourself. Good luck. Um, I don't want that future, so we'd better get our asses in gear and build some Bitcoin solutions faster. But 15 years, I think we can do it. The good news is we don't need to build out the infrastructure. The internet is already there. But that's a yes. Okay, so to be really popular and to be successful in mainstream, it has to rise in value to match the capitalization of fiat. Th that's not a cause. That's an effect. It adopts. It gets adopted. It rises in value. It doesn't get adopted because it's risen in value. It rises in value because it is adopted. 
and that makes total sense. It, it makes basic sense. I mean, if we look at it now, the way it's going right now, Wall Street is headed into the Bitcoin sphere. It's going to start buying up crypto. It's going to drive the price up. If we look at that, take that as an example. If we look back in 1999 when people were purchasing all these Web 2.0 or Web Web point Web Web 1.0 stocks, I'm sorry, Web 1.0 stocks, Pets.com, you know, there was some other crappy ass .coms. People were just throwing .com companies up there and putting basically kind of like very similar to ICOs and white papers, creating a website, doing the the bare minimum, and pumping all this coin out to the world using using Ethereum as its network, and then just like shoveling shit and everybody buying the coins. And there's a lot of that going on. And that's why you see a lot of, you know, Ponzi schemes into the cryptocurrency right now. And that's why you see a lot of pump and dumps. And that's why you see a lot of things going on like that. Because it's very one point. It's very cryptocurrency 1.0. It's very much like that right now. Um, I think we're going to have to make it through this. Because eventually it will hit, guys. The bubble will crash and it'll all come soaring down. It'll still sustain. It'll still be a great idea. It will just become crypto cryptocurrency 2.0. And once it gets to that level... Then that's when the Amazons, the Googles, the big companies, you know, last and they become sustainable. And those are the currencies that everybody will gather around. I don't know if that's Bitcoin. Um, I don't know if that's Ripple. I don't know if that's Bitcoin Cash. I don't know if it's Bitcoin Gold. I don't know if it's Bitcoin Diamond that just came out this past weekend. Um, it could be Monroe. Who knows? It could be Dash. It could be Ethereum. Very well, it could be Ethereum. And uh, that's why I'm a fan of buying all kinds of crypto right now. Yes, I want to make some money in the short term, but at the same time, I'm kind of hedging my bets. Uh, I need to start buying some Ethereum. Right now, I'm using Genesis Mining to get some Ethereum that way. It's not a lot, but I do need to start buying some Ethereum and holding it just in case it turns out to be Ethereum that becomes the winner of all this. Um, I want Bitcoin to win. I do. I think it's I think it's the best coin out there, but it's very possible it could be a Yahoo. And we all know how Yahoo ended up. Not great. Not the winner in the long run. I mean, it had its time. Maybe Bitcoin's the same way. Maybe it's not. And I don't mean to get all grim about this, but I do believe in the short term, within the next year or so, I think Bitcoin will be at $50,000 by the end of next year. And I also think in, in, in 2019, it'll be even higher than that. I just found it really interesting that uh, everybody undervalued Amazon. Right now, if you take a look at stock, it's worth $1,000 per stock. Um, Bitcoin could very well be that. It could be Amazon. It could very well be that. All right, with that, let's get on to the end of the show. If you guys are interested in more of uh, Thriller Podcasts, find us on Twitter at Thriller Podcasts. You can also find us on our very active Instagram page at Thriller Podcasts. I do post some snaps every once in a while on Snapchat at car-gons. If you want to find us on our website, go to thrillerpodcast.club. And finally, if you want to send us an email, go ahead at car at thrillerpodcast.club and I'll make sure to read it on the show. Just want to give a quick shout out to a couple Instagram followers that we grabbed on today. Thank you so much for your support. Crypto Signals 555, Populargram 15, bit underscore connect underscore John dot torrent, 
Pet Scrub, Exil is or the one, Smoking Yogis, Luca Macrosino, Nikki Yaya 28, Tanico Proud American, Florio.io, Nortica 402, Capilla Jaswil, Genesis Mining Official. Thank you guys all so much for everything you guys given us. Thank you for supporting Thrill Podcast. Much love. So if you guys would like to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash thriller podcast and become a part of the Thriller Army. A dollar a month subscription will get you free access to all our shows before they become live. We also record different shows throughout the week like movie reviews and TV reviews and post those just for our Patreon subscribers. It's only a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time. If you guys would like to support the show in a different way, check out our show notes. There's a couple links there for you to click on. Any one of those will directly support Thriller Podcasts. Thanks again. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll see you next time on Thriller Podcasts. We are out. This is the end of the show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Cara Gonzalez. Thriller Podcast wants you to have a nice day. Remember to buy Bitcoin and save the world one Satoshi at a time.